0: hey 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 people how are you doing how your week has been well this is your host Anamika and I'm thrilled to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cup of Inspiration I'm delighted that you're joining us on House of Words which marks us our fourth episode of Cup of Inspiration and I can't express how excited I am to bring this live episode to you on instagram for the very first time yes this episode has been live the journey of cup of inspiration has been nothing short of incredible and it's amazing to see how far we have come from our initial episode with the wonderful sawmill push it, invaluable thoughts about self-love to Ara Patel who took us on a transformative journey of healing, and the insightful panel featuring Rutvi, Mekhnila, Ishwara, and Veday, all of whom beautifully explored the essence of friendship. Each episode has been a unique adventure. Today, I have the utmost honor and privilege to introduce our special guest for the fourth episode, Denise Washington. So, let's welcome
1: her to the episode. Hey Denise, how are you? <laughs> Hi, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing really fine. How are you? How, your, how has your week been? How has your day been?
1: Well, my day is just getting started,
0: uh, and yeah, so good uh, in, but...
1: <laughs> yes, 9 a.m. this morning, so just getting started, and yeah. I've had a very full week up until last night, so mm. <laughs> probably should have went to bed a little earlier, but um, uh. yeah, it's, um, it's been a, a, a week of accomplishing, you know, some things off the task, so I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, okay, there we
0: go. So are. It's, it's very it's very exciting to have you on the show because like like I was telling the audience earlier that it's the fourth episode of Cup of Inspiration. Firstly we have Sonia who shared about her valuable insights of self love. Then we had Ara Patel who shared about healing. Then we had a panel wow. of people who shared about friendship and we got mixed up mm-hmm. with all this. And now I have you and I really want to like have something with this episode like take back something yes. from this episode so it's an utmost honor and privilege to introduce you to the audience Denise Washington so I, as Thank I have gone dear. through you it's your journey has been oh, yeah. really remarkable like you have turned writing as a means to release your pain from the challenging pandemic to you know, channeling that writing to stand in solidarity with the people of Haiti, and then making a positive yes. impact over that. So, like, your journey has been like one of the resonance, empathy, <laughs> and transformative power of the written world You know, so it's truly yes. a privilege to have such an inspiring person on this show. So, wow, okay.
1: wow, that's an incredible introduction. I'll take that one. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate it.
0: You're most welcome. Welcome to Top of Inspiration. Okay, so first things first. Tell me who is actually Denise Washington. Tell me about yourself. Where do you originally come from? And where exactly you are living right now? And a little bit insight
1: over everything you are. Okay, yes. I am... Okay, so my name is Denise Washington. And I am a citizen of los angeles (laughs) okay and more specifically yes los angeles california born and raised and my parents actually are from the south so my dad was from texas my mom from oklahoma and they actually met each other out here (laughs) so um and you know there had been a great migration a while back of a lot of black people from the south coming Mm -hmm. north and uh, so I'm one, you know, one of the products of that. And I live uh-huh. in South, I live in Los Angeles in the area called South Central.
0: Okay. Now that,
1: I guess, I guess is a, well, it, it, it has, it's become a famous area for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, this is, is not too far from a lot of the areas where, where a lot of the rappers and a lot of the musicians are from. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Compton, it's to my east. You know a mm-hmm. lot of the West Coast rappers like, um, you know, Eazy-E and Ice Cube and Ice-T from that area, and then um, over to my, to my west and mm-hmm. north, you have Crenshaw Boulevard, and that's where you know Nipsey Hussle's from, and um, so it's it's in an area where a lot of, of people that have come to fame. Are mm-hmm. from but it, it's a it's a lower social as a lower to a middle socio-economic area so okay and, and like all areas like that you know it has challenges it has pockets of of, ev- of everything in each area you know mm-hmm. so um, my community is um, by the old Pepperdine campus before they okay. moved to Malibu so you know Pepperdine University moved to Malibu but before
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, they lived in this area where I am where my family moved to okay so it's it's, it's a really it's a really cute you know the uh, the houses are they have these um some of them are like um Spanish stucco tile and some of them have this uh, this look that's a European I want to say I don't know if it's Dutch
0: mm-hmm. but
1: um the style of the home so it's a really quaint beautiful neighborhood you know and um a lot of you know, good hard-working people here, you know, middle class area. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's the area that I'm from. So, growing up, my father had a really good job. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they say today that when you work into America today, you know, it's not like in the past where you could work at a good company for 30, 40 years, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, they say you have to think about a job here, a job there. But my dad had one of <laughs> okay. those jobs. Um, he worked for the Department mm-hmm. of Water and Power and he rose up. He went there when he was young, like in his 20s, and he literally rose up to like head supervisor Ooh. of the was- of the, oh. of the um, Los Angeles area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were doing well. We were doing really well. And um, so my parents in junior high, they put us in private school. Um, mm. And, um, you know, when we were in junior high, my dad being from Texas, okay. loves to fish. You know, um, he actually loved to hunt too, because that's what they grew up doing. Mm-hmm. But there's not really a lot of hunting places, mm-hmm. you know, close to Los Angeles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, so he, um, he, we would go fishing, you know, off the pier, because, you know, in Los Angeles, you're right by the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. So whether it's, long, we would go to the Long Beach Pier, and he would, um, you know, we would have the fishing poles, and we would also have crab nets and do little crab hunting too, you know and um so in junior high he bought a boat oh and so we used to go yeah he bought a boat a cabin cruiser and we used to go boating out of um marina del Rey and kings harbor in redondo beach Mm -hmm. so you know we had a very comfortable comfortable life he was a hard worker you know and my mom Mm -hmm. she worked uh, after we were a little older Old enough, mm-hmm. she started working in the schools, you know, okay. as a teacher's assistant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had a very comfortable life, very comfortable uh, life. You know, go on our vacations, visit our relatives, you know, in different states, and uh, you know, do the Disneyland thing every year, you know, um, right here in California. And okay. so, we had a very comfortable, you know, very comfortable life. So that—that's okay. how I grew up. Um, but of course you're still aware of you know what's happening in south central or as a black mm-hmm. person in America you know mm-hmm. so um, when I, when I was little I came to understand that black people and white people um, did not like each other you know I didn't mm-hmm. know why because I was a kid
0: mm-hmm. but
1: but I wanted to i do remember thinking i wanted to do something about that that's that's it you know so life happens you start mm-hmm. going to school you you know you meet uh, we went to a predominantly uh, black school in elementary school, but then in junior high and high school, we started going to a predominantly white schools. Mm-hmm. So you know, you get around other cultures, and you know, you start getting a bigger understanding of what's happening. You know, um, just just culturally. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, life happens. Um, you know, and I had actually written a poem. No, what was it? Okay, so I the first thing I ever wrote. I was. Um, we had had this newsletter at our elementary school, and mm-hmm. I would read the newsletter, and I noticed that our schools, like the black schools, were never in it. Oh. So I wrote mm-hmm. to this newsletter. I mm-hmm. I responded and I wrote a letter, and they published my letter, oh. and it was really exciting uh-huh. to see. You know, yeah, it was really exciting to see my school represented with all the other schools. You mm-hmm. know. And um, I was just really excited. I remember the teachers were excited. They were, you know, good job, good job. And my friends were like, you wrote that, you both that. I was like, yeah, they're like, oh, my God. Really it was
0: really
1: so exciting. exciting. Like, yes, yes. Um, and everybody was, everybody was proud, you know, and it just made me feel so good. And then later, some of my other, you know, students at the school started writing and getting published in there, too. So I was like, yes. <laughs> so... So that made so you me made good. But, over that. Yeah, you know, without, you know, and, and it's really interesting because I I wrote something as a child. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and um yeah, it's just it's it's funny what when you look back, you know, how you see things that fit with how you are now, you know? Mm-hmm. So then the next thing was in junior yeah, yeah. In junior high we had a um our teacher had, had had us write a piece of paper we literally we just came into the class we mm-hmm. came to the class and the teacher was like i want you guys to write this so mm-hmm. he wrote it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then at the end of the class she was like well i'm going to submit this in a writing contest Oh, so, <laughs> so she submitted it and i was one of the persons that won the writing contest mm-hmm. so um, I thought it thought started
0: it was, with the pandemic
1: Yeah, no, yeah, no. So, I mean, well.
0: As per what you told me before, like. Yeah. You started with the pandemic when you wanted to release your pain.
1: So. Yes, yes.
0: Like, I want to know about that.
1: That's correct.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. That is correct recently. Um, That is correct recently. So, but those were just some of my beginning stages of writing. Um, but you know sometimes you know parents sometimes they get your gift, sometimes they don't whatever it just it wasn't really encouraged So it kind of went to the wayside So, so then during the mm-hmm. pandemic the pandemic You know and I, I and I had some little glimmers of writing here or there in the past Like mm-hmm. I took a college class and one of the teachers was like, you know what you should you should publish a book on this topic mm-hmm. But you know life with life with life thing I will say sometimes life can distract us so life with life being, and but then during the pandemic is when it I really was jolted you know into like my voice again because like what
0: was the inspiration like ins- as you said pandemic okay agree but like yes. there would have been some thought like something either a line strike you suddenly or like something that you yes. wanted to I want to start writing again and then like yes. posting also because making a social media yes. presence out of
1: it is a big thing yes so well you know what it was was i think just just watching the world just change and watching all this pain and, and so much loss of life and it was just it was just so shocking and then in the midst of all that you had george floyd you had mm-hmm. brianna taylor mm-hmm. you had armaud Aubrey. And it was just like it was it was just it was right here. Like nobody could ignore it anymore. It was right here. Mm-hmm. You know? It was it was as if God sat us down during the pandemic and said, Okay, you guys are doing too much. Sit down and look at what's happening, you know? Mm-hmm. And that it was painful. It was it was it was raw, it was painful, and it hurt. You know, okay. it hurt. It really, really hurt. You know, Why just exactly to... Why exactly was it hurting, Like, because
0: of the
1: pandemic? Or, what, like, was it just... It was just, death? I think... You know, you know what happened over here? Okay, so we, we heard about George Floyd, right? Mm. And then, it was like three things in a row. I think mm. it was... And I think George Floyd was last, so... We heard about Breonna Taylor, mm. and then... With Arm Armad Aubrey, the the guy that was running, and he was chased and he was you know murdered. Mm-hmm. They had withheld it from the news
0: because mm-hmm. they didn't oh. want the,
1: the public to know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So somehow mm-hmm. somehow that came out. So after Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. Armad Aubrey came out, and then mm-hmm. like the next week it was George Floyd,
0: mm-hmm. and it was
1: like three boom boom boom, and
0: mm-hmm. it was just
1: like it was It was too much
0: series of events like that impacted something I read
1: yes, yes, yes that that woke everything up. I mm. think in a lot of people It's and, horrible to actually um, think
0: about all this happening, and especially when the events go side by side and one after the other, it's like it it really impacts your brain, like what is happening to the world, why, yes
1: exactly exactly it felt like the world was smashed underneath our feet mm. and like well what are we walking on where where is the world where is it you know mm-hmm. and it was just it was shocking and it was just jolting and it was just it was a lot It was a lot mm-hmm. It was a lot to process like you said boom 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 it was a mm-hmm. lot and and so i just i remember it was it was kind of like it was kind of like a painful headache Mm-hmm. And, and it was like something that hurt mm-hmm. around here <laughs> mm-hmm. and it really mm-hmm. it was really painful and hurtful mm-hmm. and so and I wrote as, as I started writing about it it started mm-hmm. to ease some of the pain it was mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. you have a bubble right, right? and you mm-hmm. pop it and the writing was popping that bubble and letting some of that pressure out and, mm-hmm. and the more I wrote the more it relieved that pressure mm-hmm. and all that that pain and that angst that was just hovering and hanging around you know like a cloud and it just the writing released it
0: actually i have and even, i have experienced this fact that you know when you write down something when you jot down a diary or a journal or something about all when you lose your feelings like it is so much relaxing it is so much comfortable and you just forget, you don't even forget, but it gets suppressed inside yes. your brain And it's like, okay, now you can relax You have done it, you have, like, set it right. out. At least it, either to your journal or whatever, wherever you have set it You have set it down Exactly
1: mm. In, Exactly, it's something about the writing process, you know And um, it just relieved, it just, it gave me, ugh it's like, <sighs> you know, it, it really gave me a lot of release and relief. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times as a minority, you know, mm-hmm. we don't let it get you down. Keep moving, keep going, no matter what, don't stop. You mm-hmm. know, you know. and we, 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 pro- we process, we actually don't process the pain mm-hmm. of it. We just, we push it to the side and we keep going, keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. You stay up, stay positive. And, but that doesn't release mm. Ugly. it just yeah it doesn't release anything it just pushes it aside you know mm. it doesn't it doesn't release that cloud and I think because of the pandemic it was very obvious that that cloud that was hovering was there
0: whereas mm. with
1: daily life you know when you have a job to go to you got to get up and go to your job and you got you know, you're talking to people interacting with people on the way here mm. and there you don't really have that that time or we don't take the time mm. or we've we've learned to ignore it but mm. well, we just we couldn't we couldn't ignore it mm. you know
0: it's life actually you don't you can't predict what yeah. is what is about to happen or is it good or is it bad or whatever decisions you make will it end good or will it end with your benefit or something so it's like you see things and you just have to straight walk and you know just go walk yes that's it yes. that's like
1: okay exactly and, yeah and and yeah, yeah. Hmm. so um, and that's so, it yeah
0: that's it so like what inspires you to continue writing like is it as you said, life, okay. or what you see around yourself, or is it something else that inspires you to continue
1: writing? I think what what it inspires me to continue is 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 I think now, now that it's it's awakened back in me, mm-hmm. it's um, when something is painful, mm-hmm. I write to get it out. You know. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I, I write to release it, mm-hmm. and I write to lift it up and out. You know, because sometimes again we can we can compact it, and you just you pack it down, you pack it down, you pack it down, you pack it down, and then you have all this baggage and luggage that you carry mm-hmm. with you. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and the writing allows me not to carry it anymore. I can I can release it. You know.
0: Mm-hmm that's uh, okay and so, releasing the baggage nice
1: yeah, yeah 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 and 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 releasing all that all the stuff that we hold in you know as a minority in the world are dealing with racism and things that people say about your culture or mm-hmm. things from the past of how your culture was treated all those things that you're taught not even that you're taught but you just you pack it down and pack it down and pack it down and you don't deal with it Mm. And so now, the the writing allows me to release all that, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So what happened is, for me, just like in 2020 with George Floyd and Mm Armand and Brianna, when I was watching the TV and I saw the difference in the way they treated the black migrants it, for me, it was, it was like 2020 again, you know, mm-hmm. it felt like um, it just all those emotions and the pain and the trauma because when someone treats your culture less than other people, it's traumatic and when they do mm-hmm. it before the whole world, it's humiliating, you know, and mm-hmm. a lot of the Haitians said they felt humiliated before the world. And I was like, what? No, mm-hmm. we don't want you guys to feel bad about mm-hmm. coming to America. Like all the other migrants, mm-hmm. we don't want, you know, black migrants to feel bad about that, you know, because they mm-hmm. didn't do anything mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. So, but what, what happened was on the news in America, they kept showing migrant caravans, you know, January with 78,000 people walking in. By March it was 120,000, by May 178,000, and July and August over 200,000 people, you just see them marching, walking through Mexico, Mm -hmm. walking through different countries to come to America, you know, to Mm -hmm. apply, or for asylum, or or to come in, Mm -hmm. and so when Haitians started coming in August and September. And when I saw them, I was like, oh, hey, black people at the border, hey, go black people, you know? (laughs) Because you you really never saw a big group. I was like, oh, hey, yeah, you you know, go for it, come to America, do your thing, like everybody, you know? That's what Mm -hmm. I'm feeling in my head, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and I didn't think anything else about after that. I I Mm -hmm. thought, however they, whatever migrants do, because I didn't know, Mm -hmm. whatever they do, they're gonna do. They're gonna do, I wish you guys success, go for it, you know? But, when I saw that they said there's a problem at that border where the black people are, it's now it's a problem. It wasn't a problem mm-hmm. at all the other borders, 200,000 people, mm-hmm. but now it's 52,000 black migrants, and now mm-hmm. it's a problem. And they brought out these horses, and they charged the horses at the people, like okay. they were herding cattle. Okay. They, but, you know you mm-hmm. know have you been by a horse horses um, are big
0: not I have seen though like, it's, it's and being chased by a horse is like horrible talking <sighs> about it
1: it's a big animal and you don't know what that mm. what the animal is going to do or not to do you don't know what it, they taught the animal
0: it's uh, intimidating
1: you mm. know and they were they had gone back to mexico to charge their cell phones and to get money and to Mm -hmm. buy food you know because you had to go there to get the food it wasn't in america It was in mexico so they were crossing Mm -hmm. the river Mm -hmm. and so they were bringing the food to the family and the border agents brought the horses and they didn't know what happened to their father or their brother or their mother who went to get the food Mm -hmm. and then the border agents had these long reins Mm -hmm. and they were like Like threatening to whip them, okay. For what?
0: For what? It's like that's giving me goosebumps, okay. Yeah, yeah, and so, like, I always think about this why are people treating other people like why isn't there an equality? Why can't they have compassion and all you know, all these things compassion, love
1: where is it where is it in today's world yes exactly and it's shocking when you you saw that they did not treat any of the other migrants with the horses charging and with those with the rain whips they did not do that for any other group Mm -hmm. and that's when you go oh my God! you know this is specific for the black migrants you know Mm -hmm. and then they they sent they accepted twelve thousand right they only let twelve thousand in, okay and they sent forty thousand away. Oh my they god! Sent, yeah, and at the same time, at the other borders, accepted a hundred and eighty thousand. Mhm. So they so, accepted hundred and eighty thousand, but they sent okay. forty thousand black mm-hmm. migrants away. Mm-hmm.
0: What exactly? Why were they? Migrating,
1: why were the people of Haiti migrating? It was, okay, so earlier in the year someone had tried to assassinate the,
0: the, the president, president. president and take yes, over, take over yes. the Haiti,
1: yeah, yeah. So, and to me, it's similar to Ukraine, right? Somebody hmm. tried to attack Ukraine and the people fled, right? Hmm. So, True. somebody tried to attack Haiti and they shot the president and the people fled, you know? And then there were other Haitians that had had already been in South America to help build like uh, some of the stadiums for the Olympics in Brazil and I think Chile and I think maybe Argentina, but there was a lot of construction that a lot of them had gone down to to help Mm. with. And then once they finished, those countries they discriminated against them so mm-hmm. they just gave them they just wanted them there to do the work and then after the work was finished and they built the you know all these these buildings then mm-hmm. they didn't want them there anymore okay. so they you know were trying to find and and they were starting to have racism against them mm-hmm. so they were trying to find some you know trying to find somewhere to go to and again you look at the TV, you mm-hmm. see all these migrants walking in. Of course, you're gonna come too. True, 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 true.
0: Like it's been something similar in India too. Like there are two communities uh-huh. in Manipur that are like having a real fight, and it's 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 been really horrible over there. People are killing each other with yeah. snipers. All yeah. like, all you get to hear is gunshots, and it's yeah. just over some political issue. Yeah and people are yes. killing each other and it's like you don't you don't know that you die today or you got, got uh, you've got to live yeah. the life yeah yeah
1: like yeah, it has horrible. been
0: something it's, it's it's really bad at that place someday day uh, one day I was talking to one of the you know persons one of the writers and she told me that uh-huh. it's, uh, her, her her boyfriend is stuck there stuck yeah. at that place in uh, oh, no. Manipur, and uh, it's the Manipur, the place this is Manipur where this all things are happening. So, the the person, mm-hmm. her, bo- uh, her boyfriend, is stuck there. And whenever she calls him, she gets to hear gunshots. And she's like, oh, What is happening? And he's like, Don't worry, don't worry. I'm safe you Don't worry. Yeah, about yeah. It's like, It is the situation. Wow. This time. Yeah. There. And it, yeah. it's been going for about like it's been literally it's been months I would say it started wow. so long two three to four months ago and it's still happening mm-hmm. wow so that's like, awful it's awful it's awful yeah so yeah. my next question to you is that since you answered a lot of my next question and what you said earlier <laughs> uh, Mm. I really want to know your connection, like what exactly, what was the point, what was the turning point that led you mm-hmm. to align your writing journey with the pain of Haiti people, like your writing and your you older know, lives, and yes. How, yes. one more thing, one more thing. Okay. Uh, there is another okay. question, like how did Haiti 24 came to life?
1: Okay, okay so so for me so now from 2020 and george and armad and brianna i'm writing about race right oh because i want to help i want to help black people release the pain you know remember i said Mm. the bubble of the the, like the the headache the cloud that hangs around you Mm. and i'm writing to release it and and trying to help you know release it for other black people and minorities Mm. too Mm-hmm. And also wanting my white brothers and sisters to understand it better, you know, mm-hmm. from a black person, you know, and my Hispanic and my Indian and my native and my Middle Eastern and just wanting to help people understand better what we are going through. Right. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to tell you what it was. So because I watched the news. Right. So when I when I saw the Haitians, I, I saw me. Mm -hmm. when when they were in that water because i looked at the pictures and they were in Mm -hmm. the water trying Mm -hmm. to come across i saw me i saw me i saw my sister i saw Mm -hmm. my family i saw when i went to family reunions i saw the kids that i went to to high school with and junior high Mm -hmm. with i saw my neighborhood i saw the churches i saw where i go get food I saw where I go get my hair done. I saw the mm-hmm. boys on the basketball courts. You know, I, I I saw the boys that do music and rap. I saw us. I saw us. That was mm-hmm. us. That was us. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what drew me in. That that that's what drew me in. That mm-hmm. the the pictures could have been of me. That could have mm-hmm. been me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it felt like when they were sending them back. It felt like they were sending me back. It felt Mm. like they were saying, you and your community has to go. That's the way it felt.
0: Okay. Okay. That is like, that is like, yes. Imagining yourself, putting yourself in the shoes. It really brings in the fear that you have and like, Someday, or you you never know when it, ha- it happens to you. It might happen to you. It might exactly. be coming to you, or even if it doesn't, exactly. but if even even in the future, there might be some possibility. This is the extreme these people can go to. This is the extreme people can exactly. go to. So you, got you know,
1: it. that's
0: it. It's like it's very yeah. horrible to you know imagine all this and put yourself on the uh, in the shoes of the people and like,
1: I really yeah. feel the pain I feel yeah yeah see I felt it I felt it I felt it and then when I was looking at the news some of them were like black America where are you and I was like I'm here <laughs> <laughs> we're here uh, <laughs> we see you <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so like what is Haiti twenty four? Like
0: I So Haiti twenty
1: four, yes. So um so what I did was I started writing poems about mm-hmm. what I saw with Haitians and, and the black migrants and the people that looked like all my neighborhood. I started writing about it to so, again to get the pain out. Cause it was a lot it was a lot and it made mm-hmm. me feel all these emotions so i wrote to get that out and i started sharing it on instagram and i thought oh. at first i thought i'm gonna i'm gonna share with my poet friends and we're gonna write about it and we're gonna march <laughs> for <laughs> equality at the border <laughs> but as as i started to share like a lot of black people did not know what happened because they don't oh. watch the news mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know in, in america they lead the news with loss of life so they show Mm. on the news in america who got killed
0: who killed them
1: when they got killed and it's a lot Mm. of it's a lot of negative you know Mm -hmm. and so so people don't watch the news Mm. okay so a lot of people didn't know so i was Mm. like man Mm. (laughs) i was like now what people don't even know (laughs) so then Mm. i i (laughs) So then I created the live Haiti 24 Mm -hmm. to talk about it. So people would talk about it and tell their friends about it. Mm -hmm. And I would, you know, share with people and try to get people to write about it. So Mm -hmm. that that would bring the awareness, you know. Mm -hmm. So I tried, that's where Haiti 24 came from too. It's it's a vigil, um, 24 hours because, you know, we, we, we help so many countries, right? So okay. we should, we should, as a country, we can come together to say, "Hey, let's help mm. Haiti for twenty-four hours. Mm. It's only mm. one day. Mm. It's just one okay, day. Okay, it's one day. You know, mm-hmm. one day. So can we take one day a month and lift Haiti up? You know, mm-hmm. make her feel good, make the people mm-hmm. feel good about coming to America? You know." Um, Mm -hmm. say positive things about Haiti, because Mm -hmm. just like the news in America is about, Mm -hmm. you know, who got killed, the news in America only shows Haiti, like the Haiti gangs, Haiti Mm -hmm. gangs. Hey Diamond, hey Lashes, I appreciate you, sis, love you, thank you for being here. And so the the news in America, when they show Haiti, is all the gangs, Oh, the people are running. Oh, it's out mm-hmm. of control. Okay. But mm-hmm. there, there are. That's in the capital of Haiti, right? Mm-hmm. There are other parts of, and they don't show that. So mm-hmm. it's to positive talk Haiti. You know, mm-hmm. um, I found out because you know they don't teach it in the in the American schools, mm-hmm. but Haiti helped ten. South American okay. countries mm-hmm. win their independence. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. See, mm. so Haiti is a good country. Mm. Haiti helps other countries, mm. other people. Mm. So we we should all know this and talk positively of Haiti and want mm. to help Haiti because Haiti is kind of like the American, uh, kind of like the United States, and helping all these other people. Haiti did that. So we mm. should all, all want to. We should want to help a country like Haiti, that helps all these other countries. And okay. so, that's that's one of the one of the values, one of the principles of Haiti 24 is to lift Haiti up, to talk mm. about her positive history. You know, mm. and because um, growing up in America, they talked about Napoleon was a great military, you know, person, right? But they never taught us that the Haitians beat Napoleon you know so it's just talking positively and sharing mm-hmm. the whole story not just part of the story you know mm-hmm. and so then also a lot of people don't think of black people as migrants you Okay. No. Mm-hmm. so it's to share with the world that Nigerians, Ethiopians, and Retrians, mm. mm. Trinidadians, Jamaicans, mm. Haitians—we migrate too. Mm. You no, know? and it's to to highlight like whatever. Like in my neighborhood, it's Belizeans in my neighborhood. Mm. So it's to, it's to it's to 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 communicate to relate to the Belizeans. Go to a Belizean restaurant, you know, get to know Belizeans. So it's also, Haiti 24 is to get to know the black migrants in your area, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. That's two.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the third principle or value is just to stand for equality at the border the same way we stand for equality in our streets. Mm -hmm. Stand for equality at the border. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so that's what Haiti 24, those are the principles of Haiti 24, and we write to bring attention and to shared awareness and to lift it up mm. so that when more black people come to the border, people are are not like, Oh, it's okay to treat them bad. We want mm. people to be like, No, equality, equality, treat them equal, you know. Black migrants are just like the European migrants, or just mm. like Hispanic migrants, or mm. just like Indian migrants, or just like mm. Middle Eastern migrants, you know. There are um, people, and so they're exactly
0: the most important exactly. thing is that people are not any other car, any other. You know, they're they're Homo sapiens as we define ourselves.
1: Yes, yes,
0: there's not any difference. I don't know why people make out difference, but there is no difference.
1: Yes, exactly, and mm-hmm. that's that's what the point of Hades twenty four is, is is to show people that. Haiti is not just a game, it's people, mm-hmm. it's mothers and fathers. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see the pictures, you see these big, strong men, they're mm-hmm. little bitty babies trying mm-hmm. to carry them across the water. Mm-hmm. There's this one picture of a man, his son is on his head, his wife's hand, he's holding her hand, mm-hmm. and he's walking across the water. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and his families... So we want people to see Haitians as people. They're people, like you said, they're people. They're mm. people. And that's what the point is, to yeah. try to to raise the conscious and awareness. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's Haiti 24, because you know, mm. again, it, in America, We it was Afghanistan in August. <clears throat> you know, the country, the uh, leadership fell and the people fled, right? Mm. and and then Haiti was in September but mm. you know Haitians were sent back
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then the Ukraine happened in February you know okay it's like so, a series
0: of events oh god I didn't know about this
1: yeah yes. Okay. yes mm-hmm. there was Afghanistan and then Haitians and then Ukraine and so we mm. helped the Afghanistans, we helped the Ukraine
0: but mm-hmm. what about
1: Haiti you know mm. and so is can we spend one day and talk about it and be positive and lift her up, you know, and hold her in high positive thoughts and feelings and, and, and maybe people can think of ideas and ways to help, but it's mm-hmm. just it's one day. You know, we've been support as a country, we have been supporting <clears throat> Ukraine for more than a year, you know. Mm-hmm. So let's spend at least one day on Haiti, you know? Mm-hmm. True. It should be. Yeah. It should yeah. be like your dedication
0: towards the cause is so commendable. in the Vietnamese. like Basically yeah. I want to know this, this dedication, like can you share some moments moments with me where your journey to, of this cause has actually made an impact like either in your own life or in the life of other people.
1: Okay, okay, I think that for me it, it showed so much courage, so how they impacted mm-hmm. me is they are encouraging me to stand mm-hmm. up, you know, because... Mm-hmm they believed in america that's why they came they believed in america and all the stuff that we say and america is a land of migrants and immigrants and you know the statue of liberty says they give mm. me your tire give me your poor you know and they believed in us you know and we show all this american love to different countries when you know in different um, natural disasters you know which in the past we have helped pay too but this is about helping the people get to a better safer place in america like everywhere else so they when i look at the pictures it's like they were telling me hey denise help us so Mm -hmm. it impacted me because i said okay you guys got that far i will try to see how i can help you And, Mm -hmm. and i i don't know i'll figure it out as i go i don't know but you came this far i will see how i can help and they just to me. They just they show so much courage. It encouraged me. Hmm. So that's how it impacted me.
0: So yeah. So did it impact the life Did somebody came and told you ever that
1: it is. Denise... Yes. 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 I was so truly what? So what's really beautiful is that. Um, through through this I have met some 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 Americans that did not know and So they were like, you know, Mm. thank you for sharing. I wasn't aware of this I didn't know like you I didn't know that Haiti helped other countries and so I've had Americans tell me, you know, like, thank you for sharing um, About the world because this world news about world news and about world history Mm. Um, But I've also Mm. had Haitians. I had Um, a Haitian who actually came through the process of going through the 13-11 countries to get to America. Mm -hmm. And she reached out to me and she let me know that she was proud that I was doing this and you know trying to do what I could to bring light to and attention to Mm -hmm. it. That was so beautiful. Because she actually went through it. I've met some Haitians that are like the children of Haitian migrants and some that have come when they were little, but she actually came through what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So that was that was that was pretty powerful. And um, and then I've met some Haitian youth mm-hmm. um, that are college students mm-hmm. that are in Haiti, mm-hmm. and um, that um, one of them he's on TikTok and he has like thirty thousand followers cause okay. he's trying to help his country you know he's trying so he was another positive person that i've Mm -hmm. met and um so the the youth i've met some of the youth of haiti that are in haiti not not haitian americans that are in haiti Mm -hmm. and that want help and that want change and so i'm in contact with a couple of them and um Mm -hmm. they're very appreciative you know of this effort so um that's been exciting and You know, I was trying to reach to the college kids, Mm -hmm. you know? And so um, I was able, you know, we have black colleges that are historically black colleges in America. Mm -hmm. um, From, you know, when um, after slavery, when we were trying to educate ourselves, we have these old colleges. They're called historically black colleges and universities. So it's called Mm -hmm. HBCU. And so Mm -hmm. I've been trying to reach out to them. And um, I had uh, one of the poets come through. That's from one of the colleges and universities. So I was very excited about that. <clears throat> and we'll be working with her. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> Lord, no. Excuse me. So I know, you know I <laughs> <laughs> So, but yes. Yeah, so it's exciting to meet her because mm-hmm. she's. They're the next generation this is mm-hmm. going to be their America you know and we want them to be aware of what's happening globally around mm-hmm. the world not just in America you know because it affects us you know when people treat black people bad at the border mm-hmm. that that treats that affects us because it says it's okay to treat black people bad so mm-hmm. it affects all of us we're all affected by that <clears throat> and that's why we have to stand for equality
0: true 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 like it's very important that you know equality should be there should be not not only based on in usa but in the whole world like i really want to see that there are love there is love there is you know
1: yes
0: people showing compassion to others people accepting them yeah rather yes. than you know pushing them away
1: people are accepting them mm-hmm exactly because you know what happened after that mm-hmm. happened with Haitians in America when mm-hmm. the, when the Ukraine war happened remember mm-hmm. the Ukraine uh, the guards they did not let Africans and mm. in- Indians Pakistani you know um, uh, Middle Eastern and Asian they didn't let them out like they were letting the white people out <clears throat> so it, it affects us. And I feel like if we had stood up in America, I don't think when Ukraine happened, I think they would have been like, Oh, you know, we have to let them go too. I think it would have made an impact. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm saying it's important for us to stand up for this because it does affect the whole world. Mm -hmm. It does. Can you imagine if all the Americans said, no, you know, treat, you know, treat Haitians equal. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, all the Black Lives Matter was standing in 2020. Mm-hmm. that I don't think that in the Ukraine war that they would have done that. I don't think so.
0: But yeah, now so I it a question, it. uh that but The thing you said that Black Lives Matter, where did mm-hmm. this go in this Haiti movement?
1: Where was it? Um, <clears throat> well, uh, the Black Lives Matter, I think that because um, they were under a lot of attack from some of the white racist groups mm-hmm. so and and even during 2020 <laughs> so it's hard to get a hold of them uh, <laughs> true, ugly, ugly. I, I, I was able to reach one but they're very protect. you know a lot of people are protective of their mm-hmm. spaces you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so it's been challenging <laughs> But I um, but yeah yeah so I I'm I'm trying that's another group I'm trying to reach out to but it's been mm-hmm. challenging. <laughs> that's
0: that's me saying like I really yeah. hope that you reach out to whoever is the concerned person yeah. and your movement literally takes like takes off. It's, it's too, really inspiring. You what you're doing. You, I appreciate it it is inspiring basically what happens is people don't have information and you providing information to the people through social media that, yes. makes, it, that makes the education that is actually the education that people used to get because it's yeah. like if, even if people know something even if they are aware of something what happens uh-huh. is they miss out That it's a it's small thing in their lives that they don't even give a thought about it, a know, like, right, why should why we have a lot of things in ourselves only? Why do we join? Hands yes, so people push that back and they just ignore it. So, but the information yeah. you are provide, providing, it's like, yeah, they it's, it's it's gaining momentum, and I really wanted to be accelerated. Yes. I'm getting
1: very it. Yeah, it reaches to Me the exact person who is yes, like, who needs to hear. Who will join the cause? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: like, my next question to you is that, like, where do you see this haiti 24 movement or basically your Haiti movement and your awareness about Haiti in the future? Like, what is your plan? and Do you have some plan or do you have do you have some vision of what exactly you are
1: going Yes. Having, you know? Well, in, in the future now that really the pandemic is, is over and you know, I'm, I'm still reaching out to people on ID, but now I'm starting to move and to try to connect with communities. Like you said, to connect with the right people mm-hmm. in like Los Angeles in cities, you know, so I'm trying. My goal is to reach the right organizations in the city that will help me spread awareness and bring attention Mm -hmm. and then to go from there to go hopefully more cities and I can get more people like you said and more organizations like Black Lives Matter Um, but I think I have to go in person now so that's what I'm trying to do now I'm starting to do and hopefully that is my goal to reach more people um, that they will respond and Mm -hmm. uh, we can really you know it can pick up that's the Mm -hmm. goal Mm -hmm. because because, you know what, we all affect each other, you know. True. I really believe that if America had said equality at the border, I don't think mm. that Ukraine would have said, no, the Indians can't leave, we don't care about the Asians, we don't care about the Middle Easterners, we don't care about the Africans. I think that if we sit over here, it would have stood over there. So we mm. all, all affect each other. True. We all affect each other.
0: Absolutely yeah. true. So, likewise, uh, like I see, we are about to come to the end of the episode, and like yes. I, like, I, to be honest, the uh, I didn't realize that it's about to be an hour. We have been talking, and you know, yes, you have, yes, you have so much to say. You have so much in you know <laughs> information that people don't know. Yes, I like, know. Like I really want you know one thing that how do you define pain like
1: what is pain for you pain okay um, okay so how I define pain is uh, is something that that stops you and it's something that 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 creates a new Area of thought process or that reflects a new area of need of attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, cre- so, it, it, it creates, mm-hmm. yeah, it brings attention to, mm-hmm. to a new area that needs to be addressed.
0: Okay, that's true. That's true. So, that needs like, to
1: be released. Hmm. And talk about and yes. lift it out.
0: Yes. That has to be go out that has that has to go out to the universe. The universe should know. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Like so what is like I want to know that what is the impact, what is the message you want to leave behind before you leave?
1: Oh, yes. Okay. So I am working on my book
0: okay. and
1: hopefully I, I can get hopefully I can release my book at the end of this month and it will have okay. the poetry that I was working on when it when I first saw the pictures and mm-hmm. um, that reflect you know that reflect the movement in Haiti 24 so and it will help people get a better understanding mm-hmm. of, of what I saw that touched me mm-hmm. that made me want to you know stand up and, and speak also you know for Haitians you know which you know I'm an American I'm not Haitian but mm-hmm. it happened in America it happened mm-hmm. in America and it looked like the 1950s in America mm-hmm. it, it reminded me of the dogs and water hoses of the 1950s mm-hmm. and as an American we don't want to go backwards we want to go mm-hmm. forward forward,
0: mm-hmm. forward. So, like yeah. anything you want to leave behind with writers, something that literally is deep inside you yeah. it's like you
1: just want to share yeah. it out. yeah. One thing I love about this, this interview, first thoughts mm-hmm. about what pulled me into to Haiti and to, um, to these migrants and the situation is that when I saw them, I saw this, they are like us.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: I saw fathers who wanted to improve their life for their little babies and their little kids. Mm-hmm. I saw mothers that wanted a better life for their families, mm-hmm. and that's like that's like all of us. Mm-hmm. We we all want that. Mm-hmm. We all want better for our culture, for our community, mm-hmm. for our people, for our mm-hmm. group. We all want better. You mm-hmm. know that's why people mm-hmm. come to America. That's why people migrate anywhere in the world is because mm-hmm. they want better and they're like us so this coming well on august the 25th the prompt is um haiti is us we we are haiti haiti is us and so we want people to write from that standpoint you know yeah. you know um, you can look at the pictures from why do haitians go to texas or haitians at september 21 and you can just free fall and write what you see and what you feel. Or you can look at the prompt sheet that's on my page. And you can write about how is Haitians, how are Haitians like us. You know, Please. how are they trying to be like migrants, like all the other migrants. How are we all like each other? Mm-hmm. And that's what we're writing about and sharing about this on August the 25th for that Haiti 24. So everybody's welcome. Come share, come write, and let's connect with each other as human beings because we help each other stand up for each other. And when you stand up for yourself over here, it helps everybody everywhere. True. True. <coughs>
0: I really want to, you know, thank you for, you know, taking out your time. It's been 9 a.m. and right yes. now 10 a.m. at your place. And yes. so early yes. we're having this interview and you, you just said yes, yes about it. So, like, it's, it's pretty
1: cool. And, yes. you know,
0: Saturday morning. In front. Thank like, you. you on the Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well,
1: thank and, you. Thank you guys so much for this opportunity. Um, yes. I really want.
0: It's relax us because it's been really inspiring. We have been really elated, and you know, I really want to know you one to one. So, like, I want to just know about your perception in this segment. This is just a small game I'm I introduce in my okay. all episodes. So the game okay. is like, um, you know, you have to, uh okay, you have to pick two fictional characters. Okay. Okay. So it's something it's called a mashup challenge. I call it the mashup challenge. So you have to pick okay. professional characters and you have to merge them, mash them up and create your own character and describe it. So this is something I wow. shout out for writers. <clears throat> like because their perspective and their imagination is something it's just incredible and uh-huh. like I really love to, you know, see what to what extent writers can go. So, you know, this is, okay. this game symbolizes
1: that. Okay. <clears throat> so two fictional characters. Okay, so yes. one you you know the Powerpuff Girls? Yes, yes. Of course. <laughs> why not?
0: It, it, we have we have uh, grown see grown up seeing that only, like why not?
1: <laughs> okay, so one is a Powerpuff mm-hmm. girl.
0: Okay. Which one? And if you remember my turns.
1: Um, the little blonde one, I don't know her name. Oh, um, I
0: guess blossom. Uh the blue one. Yeah, though, blue she, she, and blonde
1: one. Yeah, she, uh, she was the baby, right? And uh, the other two were older uh, sisters and she was yes, the baby, right? She was the baby. Yeah. Yes. So I'm 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 kinda I'm kinda the baby in my family. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she was, you know, I, I love that that they were so uh, creative in their hey. mind and so like wanted to save the world. I'm ready to help you. So the Powerpuff Girls and um, another fictional person. Another fictional person. It can be from a movie, series, book, anywhere. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So then. Uh, okay. So did you guys see the um, the TV series? Scandal? Um, no, I don't think I've seen <clears throat> that but you guys you can because many it's of on. the
0: audience must have.
1: Yes, yes. yes. So so Carrie Washington. Okay. <laughs> Carrie Washington is the actress. So kinda like her kinda like her 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 and blossom. <laughs> so like how it's would you describe like the
0: person? How would you describe okay.
1: the person? Okay. So So she's a powerful woman, Mm -hmm. yet she has the childlike demeanor Mm -hmm. inside of her that maybe people don't see on the outside, Mm -hmm. because on the outside they just see a powerful worker in in Mm -hmm. Washington, but on Mm -hmm. the inside she's blossom.
0: (laughs) Mm. Oh my god, that's cute. (laughs) <laughs> like actually, if you see like the strong women, the women around, like who who have achieved great heights, who are bold, they are somewhat uh-huh. like that only. They are powerful outside, but there's always a little corner in their heart that is sensitive, and yeah. that is you know like a baby, like a child. Yeah, yeah. Because women <laughs> are in general sensitive, and you know compassionate, yeah. and yeah. so. This Actually this character defines the whole women's community, I feel like.
1: Yes, I agree. That's a good point. That's a good Mm. point that uh, powerful women on the inside do have that little part. Yeah. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Good point.
0: Good point. So, as we end the show, it was really amazing. And you know, talking about something that people don't know and something which is inspiring Uh, initiative uh, perspective and how you look about the world how you look about yourself how you care about people it was a really amazing show that's a mix of uh, so many things
1: like what do
0: you think you take back from here
1: Well, I just, I love, um, you have some really good questions um, that reminded me of why, of what called me to this. Mm -hmm. So I thank you for asking the right questions um, to remind me because that's something that I can share with people so they Mm -hmm. can understand why I'm doing this. So I thank you for that. Brilliant questions. I appreciate that. And I love connecting with you, you know, with you guys over there. And What city are you in? Uh, I am currently
0: in Bhubaneshwar uh, India uh, but I come from New Delhi
1: and <laughs> I did not know that you guys have such a rich poetry tradition
0: and yes, that you Indians guys have the biggest have.
1: poetry yes yeah yes
0: yes we very, have like, very rich. From, I did not know we come we go back a long like long time people used to write like, and you know, in the courts yeah. the poetries used to be in the courts of the monarch, the poetries used to be recited for their entertainment on all purpose. Wow. And really great uh. Indian uh, authors and poets have come. Like if you uh, go back uh, to like something around eighteenth or seventeenth century uh-huh. so you know, there have been incredible poets, there have been poets who you literally read and you see that They are uh, bringing out the emotion. They're describing the nature, the place they are, their situation, and it's it's in such a delicate way. The delicacy, the sensitiveness, it's amazing. If you if you read the poems of that century, and like Uh they literally blow up your mind. It's amazing. Wow! Wow! That's
1: beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye everybody. Have, Have a beautiful day. day. Thank you. Okay, love you guys. Peace.
0: Hi you guys for tuning in. And if you're not following us on Instagram, go check us out on Hustle Woods. And you will be updated with all the episodes and all the series we have for you so this was anamika and you were listening to cup of inspiration where we had denise washington sharing her journey so stay in touch and stay inspired this is your host anamika signing off